You've probably heard a lot about fish oil. It's one of the most common supplements available after all. But have you wondered if you should be taking it and why you might want to think about it? The simple answer is yes. If you don't have access to fresh fish several times per week, you can likely benefit from supplementation and may even need to. I test many of my patients' fatty acid levels and have found that the overwhelming majority of my patients are low in omega-3s. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential cornerstones of human nutrition. They are deemed essential because we need them for proper health, much like certain vitamins and minerals, but unfortunately we can't produce them on our own. As a result, our only option is to consume these fats either through our diet or through supplementation. Omega-3 fatty acids are known to benefit cardiovascular health, support healthy brain function and cognition, and have been proven to maintain a healthy inflammatory response. For all these reasons, achieving the proper balance of omega-3s is an important health strategy, one for which most people require supplementation. Simplified. Fish oil can help improve your cholesterol, glucose, help your memory, reduce pain, even headaches and menstrual cramps. I typically start my patients with 1 to 2 grams or 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams per day of combined eicosapentaenoic acid, which is EPA, and docosahexaenoic acid, which is DHA daily. Our Your Longevity Blueprint Omegas are stabilized in vitamin E oil, and rosemary extract is used to ensure maximum purity and freshness. This exclusive fish oil is purified, vacuum distilled, and independently tested to ensure heavy metals, pesticides, and polychlorinated biphenyls, PCBs, are removed to undetectable levels. Plus, our fish oil has the shortest sea-to-shelf time, meaning from fish to bottle or capsule, of only 3 to 6 months, as compared to the industry average of 18 to 36 months. Seriously, that means most of the fish oil you buy over-the-counter is old, oxidized, rancid, and not helpful. That fish oil purchased over-the-counter could be three years old already before you ingest it. Yuck. With over 10,000 published studies in the last three decades, EPA and DHA from fish oil are among the most researched natural ingredients available and have a long history of safety and efficacy. Check out more product information on our website, yourlongevityblueprint.com, and use code OMEGA3s for 10% off. Now let's get back to the show. When I think of low thyroid, the word that comes to mind is sluggish, that low energy, kind of low, slow metabolism. Looking at the thyroid is one of the first things we do. Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. Today, again, I get to interview the other providers at the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic, Lindsay Sheeduck and Sarah Gates, both nurse practitioners. I get to pick their brains on why they joined our team, what they've learned, and what difference they've made in the lives of so many. Our impact wouldn't be as great without them. I'm excited to share them with you all. And remember, this is part two of a two-part series, so be sure to go back and first listen to part one before you start today's episode. we also see a lot of neurological symptoms, right? Because like headaches are a common concern. So uh, Lindsay, how would we approach neurological symptoms here? Like things like headaches, paresthesias, tremors, autoimmune diseases, right? What's our approach and how is that different? Explain that to the listener. Yeah. I mean, I think again, nutritional deficiencies, (laughs) I think it always, we always sort of start with the gut because gut health is so important, but looking at the gut and then nutrition are two of kind of just the the first two things that we really want to make sure we're doing right. Um, a lot of times with headaches, there's again, some magnesium deficiency, but I think also really diving into 
you know, what are you being exposed to? You had mentioned like endocrine disruptors. What toxins are in the home? What are you putting on your skin? What are you eating? You know, are you living kind of that clean life where you're avoiding fragrances and eating organic? All of those toxins, I mean, everything can build up in the system. And so we talk a lot about detox. We, of course, have a detox, like a seven-day, 14-day. There's different detox plans, talking about sauna use, just letting your body sweat, like getting some of those things out of the system that could be affecting your neurological system. And I think adrenals, too, is always important to think about adrenal health and the stress response. So many patients, I mean, so many of it, it's just, there's always stress. There's, you know, you're always like in fight or flight response. And so trying to focus on the adrenal health as well and, and spending time, you know, talking about the autonomic nervous system and how can we live more in that world versus that fight, flight or fight stage. And it's hard to do that in five minutes, right? Like the average time spent with a doctor is like five to seven minutes. It's like, how can you say hi, ask their problems? figure out what labs you need to order and like treat them in five to seven minutes. Like you, you can't do that. That's why our appointments are longer. And it, it just to do this, it takes more time. So yes, I totally agree. We got to reduce gut and neuroinflammation. We got to fix nutritional deficiencies and help the patients detoxify, reduce stress and optimize hormones that, that we obviously have heavily emphasized through this show. So yes, yes, and yes. So how many clients do you guys think you've had here that have actually had gut inflammation and food sensitivity? Everyone. What should I say? How many have not had? (laughs) I mean, I think probably everybody. (laughs) I think everybody has some sort of gut inflammation, whether they truly have leaky gut or unless they've really, you know, if they've already been seeing a functional medicine provider, they've, you know, educated themselves on some of this and they've been living a very clean anti-inflammatory life. I mean, which is not many so I, I would say everybody. Everybody, yes. How many have hormone imbalances, would you say? A lot. Agreed. And how many have nutritional deficiencies? All of us. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have gut inflammation, hormone imbalances, and nutritional deficiencies. And those are kind of the foundational things. Even as we brought you guys on board, those are the, you guys, you ladies on board, those are the first kind of three foundational steps in the longevity blueprint that you learned how to fix. Then we can dig deeper if we need to, and we can explore mold toxicity, right? Not everybody has that, but some people do. So once we get those first few layers, first few steps of the blueprint in place, then we can really decide, do we need to dig deeper, right? Or not? Because the large majority of the time, fixing kind of those three steps helps the patient tremendously. I know we've talked about this a lot, but obviously a highlight of our clinic, since our name is the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic, right, is optimizing hormones. So would you say that prior to coming to our clinic and had further training, you both are certified as MI and BioT, you know, um, pellets. Would you say prior to coming to this clinic, did you know how heavily hormones influenced like so much in our bodies? Not everything, certainly. No, not everything I know now. <laughs> Lindsay? I yeah I I was gonna say I I had no idea I mean I think there's you know the obvious I think a lot of people know that well women especially perimenopausal and menopausal we just sort of know like well we've got no hormones our body's done with that and this is the way life is now I'm just going to have those night sweats and fatigue and all the things we associate with menopause I certainly had no idea you know how bioidentical hormones could help. And in, in that, that they were safe. I mean, there was a lot that I, I didn't know before I started here. And of course, went through the, the BioT training as well. 
let's break down for the listeners too. I'll kind of separate this, but let's go. I'll stick with you, Lindsay, here. What are some symptoms of low thyroid? Because we see a lot of patients who, again, like their thyroid hasn't bottomed out, right? Their TSH isn't through the roof and their T4 and T3 aren't super low, but they're low end. So what are some symptoms, Lindsay, of low thyroid that you see here often? Um, When I think of low thyroid, the word that comes to mind is sluggish, slow metabolism, just kind of that blah feeling. They're a lot of times feeling cold all the time. Constipation is usually an issue. Weight gain or trouble losing weight. They can't lose weight like they could, you know, five, 10 years ago. Um, Dry, coarse hair, um, dry skin, just kind of that um, low energy overall, kind of low, slow metabolism. Thyroid is one of the first things we we think about when patients come to us, just because so many of us, I mean, so many patients feel fatigued and like they can't lose weight. I mean, those are some of the main complaints that we see. So really looking at the thyroid is one of the first things we do. And then how do we look at the thyroid? So like what labs that, you know, Sarah mentioned earlier, oh, you know, you have your TSH run. Well, 90% of the time the TSH is fine. Yes. <laughs> so what what makes our clinic different? Like what labs have you learned to run here for assessing if thyroid is sluggish, low end? Yeah. I mean, I tell patients we, we're going to run like a thyroid panel, right? So we'll check the TSH and the free T4 and the free T3 along with, you know, sometimes a reverse T3 and then thyroid antibodies as well. Yeah, usually in conventional medicine, like you're saying, they'll check the TSH. And if that's abnormal, they'll reflex it to then check a free T4. Well, we know that free T3 is the active form of the thyroid hormone in the in the body. And so we check that lab. We can check that mm-hmm. easily with the blood draw. Um, and again, we we treat based on on that, but also on how the patient's feeling. We take both things into consideration. So agreed. We just have a more thorough approach for sure. Okay, let's transition to you, Sarah, and talk about sex hormones. So what are some symptoms of low sex hormones? And then I'll ask you the same thing, like, how do we maybe approach that differently? Like, what labs are you assessing here? Yeah, well, so signs and symptoms of low sex hormones are all the things that make a marriage miserable, right? So low libido, fatigue, sleep disturbances, body composition changes, low mood, brain fog. I mean, I hear irritability all the time. So all of those things are are definitely sex hormone related. And um, I'm going to break those grid in. So I'm just going to break this down for the listeners. This is at least what I rattle off to patients. So symptoms of low estrogen can be hot flashes, night sweats, vaginal dryness, memory fog, right? Like a woman walks into a room and she's like, why did I walk in this room? What was I going (laughs) to do? um, And then symptoms of low progesterone primarily, which can happen even in women in their 20s and 30s, right? Heavy periods, PMS, anxiety, poor sleep, whatnot. Symptoms of low testosterone or mood, motivation, um, drive, libido, muscle mass, you know, energy, whatnot. So yes, patients tend to feel better and relationships are better when all the sex hormones are higher. Right. I would also tie in the labs, right? So this comes up so frequently that I just have to mention it because we hear all the time that women especially will go to their physicians and like, please, will you run my sex hormones? I just don't feel right. Like something is not right. While everything comes back normal. And here we are back to the normal versus optimal conversation again. And so when I explain this to patients, I tell them like the reference range that's in that laboratory testing is merely an average of every woman your age who's had this test run. So congratulations, you're just as miserable as everyone else who's, you know, in their 50s as a woman. And that's not where we want you to be. 
Well, and literally, if their progesterone is zero, and even the estrogen is like zero, they are told that's normal. Yeah. Having zero Which hormones is, yeah, is not optimal. It's maybe normal, but it's certainly not, it's not right. desirable, that's for sure. Totally. Well, how do you approach the question, you know, when patients come in, and obviously, we're heavily advocating for checking hormones, and then optimizing them if found to be low. How do you answer the question that we get asked all the time here? Like, don't hormones cause cancer? Are they safe? Can I use these long term? I can, if you both want to chime in here, how do we answer that question? I was just going to say, I love Stephanie's quote on this. So I will say that pretty often that, you know, if hormones caused cancer, we would have a bunch of teenagers running around with cancer and a bunch of, you know, 90 year olds without it. And that's just not the case. Yep. Um, And then I know Lindsay does a great job too of explaining the women's health initiative. So I'll let you take that. Yeah. I tend to go right into that. Like, why this thought even came about. And it was from the this WHI trial that was done years ago. And um, it scared all patients and providers away from using hormones at all. And so I think that's where this first started was using hormones. Oh gosh, you're going to get cancer. I mean, there's going to be all these bad outcomes. But I just explained to them that this trial, they use synthetic hormones. We don't use synthetic hormones. We use bioidentical. They're most molecularly similar to what your body naturally makes. And so we're not putting anything synthetic in you. That study also used oral estrogen. We don't do oral estrogen. So there's just, there's some big differences there. The studies are there that that natural hormones actually reduce your cancer risk. They reduce cardiovascular risk. They help brain health and preventing Alzheimer's disease. And, and I always offer, you know, if somebody is, they're concerned and they, they want to see the, the research. I mean, we have more than I could even, I mean, so many studies that I, we can share with patients. And that's reassuring to them, I guess, to hear that too. Yeah. And to clinicians listening. Yes. Because I know your friends are going to listen to you. <laughs> so I always tell patients, you know, we cannot compare that study to what we're offering at the clinic. Because that's what literally what we try to do is not mimic what was done in that study. We don't give the synthetic oral estrogens, right? And, or progestins. We're giving natural bioidentical hormones through a different route of absorption. And we've talked a lot about the pellets today, but we do offer other things. If someone wants a topical gel or cream or a patch or a sublingual lozenge or oral capsule for the hormones that those are safe for, we offer those as well. So we're not just a pellet clinic here. But to be clear, the pellets are the Cadillac of hormone replacement therapy, and most patients really do love them. So yes, good answers there. So another strength in our clinic is also offering advanced cardiovascular testing. And I probably run more of these than you guys do. So I hate to, like putting you on the spot, but I do want to ask <laughs> if one of you guys can share with us, like at what point would you recommend this sort of advanced testing to our clients and kind of what this testing entails? And I'll, I'll answer this question too. Yeah, I mean, I haven't ordered a ton of of that, but I, I mean, the Boston Heart Health test is what we do, and it's it's so comprehensive. It's just goes very in depth in looking at small particles of you know triglycerides and cholesterol. And I think we get to that point of of recommending that for a patient, you know, through symptoms that they're having in their their past medical history, but also family history is a big part of that decision too. If they've got a parent or a sibling who has cardiovascular disease, had a heart attack at a younger age, or, you know, always had high cholesterol, I think it's important to offer that testing. So we can try to stay ahead of these things and maybe start some measures now before our patient gets to that point. Helps identify the risk, right? Absolutely. Yes. I also get a lot of patients that are, they just don't want a statin. So I have high cholesterol. I really don't want a statin. What else can I do? 
And the conversation is like, we can try lifestyle, you know, maybe some citrus bergamot, see if that does the trick. If not, let's move to this advanced testing so we can see, is your high cholesterol because of overproduction by your liver or is it because of overabsorption by your intestines? And that cues us in a little bit more on how we can treat that and what kind of therapy they would respond to without just kind of throwing things at the wall to see if they stick with side effects and all of that that goes with that. Totally. Yeah. I have even some young patients who come saying, I've had high cholesterol my whole life. My doctor wants to put me on a statin. Like, what is your opinion on that? And usually I say, well, let me see your numbers, but let's also run this fancier test to kind of see of those numbers, do you have the atherogenic particles, the really small particles that are going to, you know, attach to your vessel wall, form a fatty streak, and then throw a clot, right? We want to know if of their cholesterol, if they have small, dense LDL, or do they have large, buoyant LDL particles, the ones that just don't cause a lot of problems. And we want to assess inflammatory markers. So we can do that on the test. We can even run for someone who maybe actually does need something heavy like a statin. We can uh, assess their genetic risk for responding to that gene. So we can, it's called the statin response gene to kind of see, are they likely to have side effects? Is this likely to work on them or not? And then like you said, Sarah, yes, we can look at the absorption markers uh, to kind of tell where the problem lies. So a lot of patients overproduce cholesterol in the liver, others are reabsorbing it in the gut. And then if we know that, we can then implement strategies, supplement or medication, and we still use medication at times, right, to help address that, that option or that concern. You might already know that insulin resistance can lead to weight gain, but did you know that it also is one of the leading causes of death for its role in diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and Alzheimer's? Diet changes are essential when it comes to combating insulin resistance, but additional nutrients can also help. The one I recommend the most? Berberine. Berberine is a plant extract that has been used in Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine for over 2,500 years. In addition to its long history, modern clinical trials have demonstrated that berberine supports cardiovascular health in a number of important synergistic ways. These include helping you maintain blood pressure, support healthy heart contraction and rhythm, and support healthy cholesterol and glucose levels. Our berberine support product also contains alpha-lipoic acid, or ALA, which has been shown to support blood sugar balance and is also a powerful antioxidant that scavenges free radicals. It's wonderful for maintaining healthy blood vessel and circulatory health. Consider taking the Synergistic Blend daily, or especially if you eat more than normal or indulge over the holidays or a birthday, where it should help reduce blood sugar spikes. Check out our product info sheet at yourlongevityblueprint.com forward slash product forward slash berberine hyphen support. To get 10% off berberine support, use code berberine at yourlongevityblueprint.com. Now, let's get back to the show. As I'm talking to you guys, I'm thinking about, oh, and we also help the patients lose weight, which makes me want to ask you guys about semaglutide, because <laughs> that's very popular. And I know you've done a lot. I'm going to keep on you, Sarah, here, because you've prescribed a lot of this here. Do you want to, for the listeners, just give, you know, we could do a whole podcast on semaglutide, but... We won't. Let's just do like a short, short snippet here on what semaglutide is, how it's helped your patients, kind of go over side effects, kind of give the listeners a little spiel. Because obviously, if we can get them to lose weight, that can impact their cholesterol as well. We have so many patients who just feel like I'm stuck at 150 or I'm stuck at 175 or whatever. They can't, you know, kind of bust through that. They, they can't, um, can't lose weight. So this is a very valuable tool that we implement after we have done the food testing, optimize the hormones, help them detoxify their body, right? This is a tool that we use on top of our functional medicine approach. So what is semaglutide, Sarah? Tell us kind of how that has helped your patients. So semaglutide, the reason we love it is because it mimics something that our body already has. So it's a GLP-1 agonist. 
GLP-1 is the hormone or peptide that's responsible for signaling to your brain that you're full and shutting off hunger cravings. So I've even heard this in that semaglutide was used in a positive light for people with eating disorders, which you would think would be kind of counterintuitive. But I hear so often that it just shuts off the food chatter. You're not thinking about your next meal. You're not obsessing over food. So physically, it slows down your gastric motility. So you feel fuller sooner and stay feeling fuller for longer. So because of that, the number one side effect that we see is constipation. So something that definitely we're already working on if that patient is predisposed to that or already struggling with that, but certainly want to keep those toxins moving out of your body. Um, and I will occasionally have patients experience nausea. However, I think that's dose dependent, quite frankly. There's been a little bit of bad press uh, from some celebrities. I was so nauseous, I couldn't function. And I think you were just on too high of a dose then. You don't always need that high dose to be effective. And then I always tell patients what I really love about it, especially for those that have a family history of diabetes or personal history of gestational diabetes or already insulin resistant is that it almost helps to reverse the clock in a sense where um, it helps the pancreas to create more beta cells. So helping with insulin production and really, you know, hopefully long-term helping with that too. So it kind of gives us like a crutch while we're working on lifestyle interventions, yes. I think. And I, I love it. I can't say enough good things about it. I have to address what some of the naysayers, you know, are thinking right now because uh, some patients um, will go home, you know, they'll research this online. And they'll say, well, the trials show two thirds of the patient who eventually stopped the medication after having lost weight gained all their weight back. And my, you know, rebuttal to that is, well, those aren't my patients. Those are not our patients. <laughs> right. Those are the patients who all they did was take the drug. I mean, that's what it shows. Like they just took the drug, they lost weight, and then they stopped taking it. And two thirds of them gained the weight back. Not all, only two thirds, but still two thirds is a hefty amount. So I would like to think that is not what is going to happen to our patients because again, we've plugged all these other pieces of the puzzle in first before we add that additional tool. So I think, and now that we've prescribed this for over a year here, whatnot, you know, I can't just say, I think I know that we have had good success long-term. Now, some patients want to stay on a really low dose, like maintenance, and maybe that's just placebo, but generally speaking, we've had really good success with this. So it's been a helpful tool. And I only say Sarah prescribes it more because you're full-time and Lindsay, you're part-time, but you know, do you have anything to add to that, Lindsay? Sarah, you did a great job explaining it for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of like the, you know, in a sense, it's kind of like the hormone therapy or the testosterone. It's once we can help that patient get like that initial weight off, like just bust through that door, then it's like mm -hmm. they're feeling better. They have more energy. And then that just continues on, right? They're more motivated to eat healthy. When they come off of the semaglutide, then they've got some of those habits in place and can continue. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a little personal here. So I'd like to hone in with both of you guys on how your personal health has changed for the better since um, kind of learning what we do here. So like, in essence, do you guys take supplements? What is it that maybe has changed with you or your family? Can you share with us some lifestyle changes you've made? And, you know, some things, of course, are personal. You don't, you don't have to share like too personal <laughs> of things. Um, but Lindsay, I'll have you go first. Like, do you, did you used to take supplements and do you take them now? And what's changed? Yeah. I would, a lot has changed. Uh, I really, I didn't take much for supplements or vitamins prior to working here. I mean, honestly, like if I had something in the cupboard or, you know, a ge generic multivitamin or vitamin D, I, when I thought of it, I would take it. Um, I did not 
unfortunately, I did not pay attention to like the quality of the vitamin. Um, I wasn't aware that that was such a huge piece that you need to make sure it's coming from a good source. Um, there's no like additives and fillers and and all the things. And so I've learned a ton about that since working here. And um, yeah, I do. I take supplements every day now. Um, some of my favorite ones would be mitochondrial complex, which we call that the Cadillac of multivitamins. Um, and so it helps with energy. But yeah, it's just a good, well-rounded multivitamin. Um, and then magnesium. I talked about magnesium earlier, but that has a very kind of calming aspect to it. I mean, it helps with hundreds of processes in the body. But one thing, you know, it's nice to take it before bedtime because it has sort of a calming nature as well. Um, and then omega-3 in fish oil, that's another really important one. Have you changed your diet at all? Have you, is there anything uh, else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like your first day of work, just kind of what you were having for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember telling you what I had for breakfast too. <laughs> and thinking I was doing a great job eating these crackers, whole grains with peanut butter. And then it's like, oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I have changed my diet. Um, I can't say it's been a hundred percent and it's, I mean, it's a work in progress for sure. But just knowing that inflammatory foods, like we mentioned earlier, the gluten, the dairy, I mean, I definitely go, I definitely have way less um, and I'm very conscious of that. And I've also, I mean, it's had an impact on on my kids too and, and what they're eating, what I'm buying at the grocery store. I mean, paying attention to, you know, what is this organic, is it GMO, like all just so many things. The other thing I think since working here that I've realized too, how important detox is, and I absolutely love using a sauna. I've always enjoyed exercise and working out and sweating, but being able to go into a sauna and, and sweat and just know that I'm detoxing and getting rid of some of these toxins and chemicals. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great feeling. And so that, and then in hormone optimization as well, you know, that's helped immensely with, with so many things, but especially brain fog and energy. Yeah. There things have changed for sure. And, and just sleep too. I feel like I could go on and add like stress reduction and sleep and realizing how that's important. Like if you're not sleeping well, nothing else is going to work for you. I mean, you've got to, we've got to prioritize sleep. So totally, totally. Yeah. Um, I will say for the listeners too, we do have a um, sunlight and sauna here. So if you're a patient the first time, you know, you can come use ours for free. Obviously it's not convenient to like come sweat here like every day or whatever, but eventually you can certainly purchase one for in-home use. And we have codes for discounts for purchasing a sauna, but check ours out. You certainly can use it. See what that's all about. What is one of the most rewarding things for me? Obviously I love working with patients, but like We've had so many employees over the years, and I feel like that's that's kind of a responsibility of our business, right? To take care of our employees and their families. And so I feel like that's one of the things that is most rewarding for me is when I hear like, and the health of my children, like literally is going to change because of the knowledge you know have and the choices you're making with the food you're putting in your bodies, right? Because you're buying their groceries. And like, just for me to hear, it's, it's that butterfly effect, that ripple effect, right? With the employees we've had and the family members, their children, their parents, whatever it is, right? that they have now really educated on just good, wise decisions on nutrition. Like for me, I don't know, there's just something special about that, that I feel like, yes, our message is, you know, being spread to the masses, not just with our patients, but with all of our employees. So I, I love hearing that. You have four little kiddos. You got, yeah, you got a big responsibility yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> no pressure. What about you, Sarah? What, what would you say? 
Well, I remember in one of my first meetings with Thomas, our orthomolecular rep, he asked me, you know, what vitamins I was taking. And I said, like some gummy multivitamin from Costco. And I think he almost fell off of his chair, (laughs) you know, because you just don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know I would fall for every marketing gimmicky thing that this little round gummy vitamin is going to take care of your hormonal acne. And like it didn't, you know, none of it really worked anyway. And it's kind of hard to know what exactly to do. So it's nice to be able to give patients directions and then give my family direction as well. So yes, certainly I have what I call my core four and then magnesium. I really should call it my core five, but it doesn't rhyme. So of course, all the orthomolecular, your longevity blueprint products. So mitochondrial complex, omega-3s, vitamin D, probiotics, and then magnesium. I love the magnesium calm at night. The gummies are great. So that's kind of in my list of what I take for supplements. And then my husband now has his own little supplement pill organizer too, and faithfully takes what he's told to take. Still working on my 11-year-old for that, but he doesn't like to take all the things, but certainly have changed our diets too. So um, trying to kind of sneak out the gluten, right? So finding the spaghetti noodles that are gluten-free, that don't taste gluten-free, that you know, we can trick the family into eating. And my family really loves soda. So we were buying soda, you know, by the case before. And now I've got them to kind of shift it over to the Olipop. And we talk about the importance of fiber in our diet. And did you know an Olipop has nine grams of fiber in that can? It's crazy. Yeah. So... Yes, some slow but sure changes. I mean, we certainly aren't perfect either. We still love our ice cream treats once in a while. And, you know, it's hard to avoid gluten altogether. So definitely live a real life, but try to do the best. And I think, honestly, one of the biggest eye-opening moments was just when I started looking for those endocrine-disrupting chemicals. And like, I thought I was using this great aluminum-free deodorant and it was not great at all. My lotion was not great at all. So just kind of cleaning up some of the personal care products. I think that's that makes me feel really good. Like that was just junk. I can't believe what's allowed in our products. Well, I'd love to hear. And I wanted the listeners really just to hear that you ladies are practicing what you preach too, right? And that this is a journey. It's not like one day everything changes and I'm never going to touch sugar again. And I'm never like... No, like you have your lives, but you've made shifts, you've made changes, you're learning this is a journey. And I think that's what makes this very doable. So thanks for sharing. I wanted to share my excitement today over our newest product that should assist with weight loss. It's called Metabolism Support. It works by increasing GLP-1 and reducing ghrelin, which I'll explain here in a minute. GLP-1 may sound familiar to you because over the past year, our clinic has had excellent success using GLP-1 agonist injections like semaglutide for weight loss. As a reminder, GLP-1 agonists delay the release of food from the stomach, making you feel fuller longer so you eat less and lose weight. However, today for those of you who have never taken a GLP-1 agonist or who don't want the injection or cost of the injection, I have another solution. We just launched Metabolism Support. It contains a patented blend of lemon, verbena, and hibiscus called Metabolade and green coffee bean extract. I want to explain to you here how this works and the balance of two hormones in your body. Your adipose cells, aka fat cells, secrete leptin, which is your satiation hormone that tells your body you're full. Leptin and ghrelin have somewhat of an inverse relationship. Ghrelin is your hunger hormone. Makes you want to eat. Think ghrelin, growling for more food. 
Your body doesn't always want you to lose weight and can fight against you, and I'll explain why. As you lose weight, you have less leptin and GLP-1 telling you that you're full and more ghrelin, that growling hormone that makes you feel hungry. So as you lose weight, many people actually get more hungry, and we need to stop that. And there's a solution. We now can take a supplement that increases GLP-1 and reduces ghrelin to help keep us full and eat less. The green coffee extract also has shown to help reduce body weight and improve metabolism. Trials have shown individuals on this product can lose 6% of their total body fat in eight weeks' time. And if you're losing weight, blood pressure, and cholesterol, all are going down, really reducing cardiovascular risk factors. Of note, this product is 100% caffeine-free. I don't understand how, but it is. This is also excellent when used in combination with berberine, fish oil, and bergamot, all of which also can reduce cardiovascular risk. I also have to emphasize that you will have much better success with any of the GLP-1 boosters when you combine them with lifestyle changes. I also always say there's no pill, potion, or powder that will replace lifestyle changes. You will get better, longer-lasting results when you eat clean, exercise, and reduce stress in combination with taking the supplement. You can take this when on semaglutide if transitioning off of it or... Of course, if also not taking it, this metabolism support supplement should be taken 30 minutes before your largest meal of the day for best results. And also remember, you will be better able to lose weight when you're hydrated. So start your day with large water with electrolytes and start every meal with protein. Use code weight loss for 10% off metabolism support at yourlongevityblueprint.com. And know that we now have an in-body machine at the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic. So if you want to see your body fat percentage before starting a supplement or even a GLP-1 agonist injection, we can provide you with this information to track your progress. So what would you guys say to our listeners, not providers, but like, you know, patients who are listening who might be interested in starting their health journey in functional medicine, right? And considering being seen as a patient here, what would you say to them? Lindsay, you go first. I mean, I would challenge anyone to to start this journey as soon as possible. I mean, even if it's, you know, unknown, it's kind of scary to you, wavering from like the traditional approach or what you've been doing. But I really, I really don't think that you'll regret it. There's just so many more avenues to explore when it comes to your health and well-being, if you're not feeling 100%. So there's a lot of information. We have so many resources, so many options. And so I would encourage you to start now. It's never too late. Sir? I would say YOLO. You only live once. Like, Mm. let's live your best life. We're here waiting for you. Everyone here at the clinic is great. We understand that people live real lives and this might be all brand new to you. And we're not here to judge you. We're just here to help you and and kind of help you put one foot in front of the other to, to live your best, best life. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, as we wrap up the show here, I always conclude the show asking my listeners their top longevity tip. So not my listener, my guest. Ah, Lindsay, as my guest, what is your top longevity tip? I think sleep. I have to say sleep because like I mentioned earlier, it just you're not going to be able to make healthy choices or, you know, stay active or nothing's going to work right if you're not getting the right amount of sleep. So that's one, but also at intermittent fasting, I have found works really well for me. I think it works well for a lot of patients. Some people, it's not the best thing, but there's so much research out there on how beneficial it is for our bodies and it helps reduce inflammation. It increases insulin sensitivity, improves metabolism. So I think, you know, intermittent fasting, that's right up there for me. Great. Sarah? Sleep is also my number one. Everybody says sleep. I've asked like 150 people this and like... 
So many people say sleep. Just but go ahead. I'm a big, I'm a big so fan of sleep yeah. and naps and all the things, rest and digest, right? Um, then I would say as number two, pun intended, is elimination. So you've got to get those toxins out of your body. And so many women struggle, women especially struggle with constipation. So if you're not moving toxins out of your body, your body's reabsorbing them. It can cause problems. It's uncomfortable. It's just not a good thing. So yes, elimination. Wonderful. So as you can, I'm sure, um, gauge from this conversation, listeners, there there's so much that we can offer for various concerns. And I think there are just a lot of people out there that had no idea that we existed, that they didn't know we could help their constipation or you know, their menopausal hot flashes or whatnot. I just think we can almost help everyone, I would say. The very few people would we turn away. So I hope this kind of introduced you to the providers that we have here. So you kind of get to know them and the care that we that they provide. So, well, then we'll wrap up the show. So thank you both for coming on the show together and kind of sharing how you've become believers in functional medicine. So thank you for representing the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic so well. We're proud to have you on our team and our team and patients love you. So if you're listening in and you'd like to schedule an appointment with any of these ladies or myself, call 319-363-0033 or visit our website, ihhclinic.com. And I will say with three of us here now, the wait times are greatly reduced because I think for a long time, we had long waiting lists, which was great. That was a testimony to the care we provide, but now there's more hands on deck so we can get you in sooner than I'm sure you would anticipate. So don't hesitate. Like Sarah said, you only live once. Let's get the show on the road. Allow us to help you on that journey. Thanks for listening. Well, there you have it. I feel like I don't even need an outro for this episode as we were able to wrap up this show so well. Many of you listening do have gut inflammation, hormone imbalances, and nutritional deficiencies. And hopefully after hearing this episode, you know that we can help. These two ladies are true gems, great leaders on our team. I loved interviewing them and I hope you enjoyed this fun conversation as well. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. This podcast is produced by Team Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and remember... Wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.